Welcome to Worship on the Way to Work, a podcast about connecting with God in our workplaces. My name is Cara Martin. I'm a lecturer, speaker and author of the Worship books. And my name is Stephen Field, Senior Pastor of Canterbury Baptist Church in Melbourne, Australia. Whatever work you do, whatever work means to you, let's take this moment to remind ourselves that God is with us. We are here to worship God, the God who is revealed to us in Jesus and the God who has sent his Holy Spirit to us so the life of God might flow from us. We acknowledge that God is with us in our working lives and God takes delight in what we do. And we remember that God has a purpose for us in our work to represent Jesus to the people around us and to represent those same people back to God. Let's start by acknowledging God's presence. Thank you, God creator of the world, that you have made us in your image, the image of a worker. Help us to be aware of your desire to work through us today, empowered by your Spirit and modelling Jesus. Amen. Today, as we prepare to start our working week, let's hear the words of Psalm 27, verses 1 to 5, words written by David as he was fleeing Saul. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked advance against me to devour me, it is my enemies and my foes who will stumble and fall. Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, even then I will be confident. One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. For in the day of trouble, He will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his sacred tent and set me high upon a rock. Our Bible reading for today is from Matthew chapter 26, verses 36 to 46. These verses describe Jesus at a time of deep stress in the garden of Gethsemane before he is arrested. Hear the word of the Lord. Then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to them, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little further, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me. Yet not as I will, but as you will. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Couldn't you men keep watch with me for one hour? He asked Peter. 
Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away a second time and prayed, My father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. When he came back, he again found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy. So he left them and went away once more and prayed the third time, saying the same thing. Then he returned to the disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour has come and the Son of Man is delivered into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. Joanne was feeling lots of stress at work caused by leadership changes, a lack of consultation about key decisions over her workload, and the threat of job cutbacks. In addition, there was the breakdown in some key workplace relationships. She was suffering from sleep deprivation, waking up and then distracted by her worries about work. She also had increasing stomach irritation and occasionally felt her heart racing. She was also often grumpy towards others at home and sometimes used wine as self-medication to cope with the feeling of being overwhelmed. She suffered from these symptoms for three months before realising she needed to ask for help. She went to a doctor who recommended a psychologist who painfully rebuilt Joanne's sense of self-esteem and well-being. She found that having a supportive family also greatly helped. It took her 12 months before she felt able to deal with the stress of her workplace. At first, Joanne was angry with God for allowing her to get into that situation. But over time, she found that God's presence was a great source of solace and comfort. Nevertheless, she often felt depleted at church and incapable of participating in church activities. It was something Joanne found difficult to discuss with her church friends, feeling embarrassed at her inability to cope at work. Joanne's story is quite typical, but also very sad. She hesitated telling others about her struggles out of fear of the stigma of stress as a mental illness. She waited too long to get assistance, And by then the situation was spiralling down, both at work and at home. The stress impacted on her spiritual relationship and her capacity to serve in the church community. Here are some spiritual stress management tips. First of all, pray through the stress, even when you're not conscious of God hearing your prayers. If possible, have others who will commit to pray for or preferably with you. Notice this is what Jesus did, although his disciples struggled to pray with him in Gethsemane. (laughs) Remember that your identity, esteem and security need to be found in Christ rather than in your work. You are God's child made in his image with eternal hope. These truths cannot be impacted by what is happening at work. Thirdly, keep a Sabbath a weekly time of rest and focus on God that acts as a contrast to the stress of work. Let it be a time of preparation for the week ahead 
as well as genuine gratitude to God for his mercies, his provision and his sustenance. Notice in Psalm 27, David talks about dwelling in the house of the Lord and gazing on the beauty of the Lord. And finally, biblical stories can be a source of encouragement, such as considering David's confidence in God in the midst of his stress as he flees from Saul, as expressed in several Psalms, including the one we heard read earlier. We can also see a godly response in Jesus as he wrestles with his impending arrest, trial, death and separation from God in the Garden of Gethsemane. As he prays, he tells God his frustrations and fears, and yet he submits to God's will. You too can pray and rest to deal with stress. Let's come to God in prayer. Wherever you are in this moment, whether on public transport or in your car or at your workplace, quiet your mind and focus your heart. And let's pray. You can pray and rest to deal with stress. How did Joanne's story impact on you? Do you know someone like Joanne? Are you like Joanne? Share your thoughts with God. In our psalm today, David said, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? How does hearing these words speak to your heart and soul and speak to your stress? Now imagine God is with you right now. Maybe imagine God seated next to you asking, So, how's your week looking? What do you want to tell God about your working week ahead and particularly any new understanding about how prayer and rest can help with stress? God of rest and comfort. 
It is such a relief that you do not measure us by what we achieve, or how short our to-do list is, or the number of perfect scores on our performance reviews. You are much more concerned about our hearts and whether we are devoted to you. You love it when we flourish. You delight when our purposes align with your purposes for the world. Please help us to recognize when we are pushing ourselves for the idols of success or excellence or status or security. Help us to see when we are at the edge of burnout. Help us to prioritize resting in you and taking good care of the bodies you have given us. Help us to model sensible working with others. Amen. How seriously do you take the idea of having a Sabbath? Why don't you commit to having a phone Sabbath this weekend? Start with six hours or maybe 12 hours. Don't cheat by including sleep time. (laughs) Or schedule a hike or bushwalk or a time spent reading or resting in a beautiful place. Maybe journal about the difference resting makes and spend some time in prayer to the God who is your light and salvation, your protector and stronghold. And finally, remember that if you have ongoing physical symptoms of stress, don't hold on to it. There is no stigma involved in reaching out for help. We have heard the word of the Lord. We have been reminded that we can pray and rest to deal with stress. We have come before God in prayer, bringing ourselves and our workplaces before him. So now it's time to go to work. Go into your day confident that the presence of God is with you. Thank you for listening to Worship on the Way to Work. If you'd like to meet Kara and Stephen and be part of a community of people seeking to connect with God in their working lives, join the Worship on the Way to Work group on Facebook or LinkedIn. Links are in the show notes. If you know someone who would benefit from listening to this episode, please share it with them now. To offer your support and show your appreciation for what you have received today, you can give at the details in the show notes. This podcast is written and produced by Kara Martin and Stephen Field and is edited by Stephen Field on behalf of Worship on the Way in conjunction with Canterbury Baptist Church, Melbourne, Australia. Bible readings are from the New International Version. Prayer music is by Deep Instrumental, other music sourced through Epidemic Sounds. Now for the benediction. As you enter your working day, may the light and the life of God's Spirit dwell richly with you. May He guide you through this day, protect you from all that might bring you harm, and may you know God's peace. And remember, you can pray and rest to deal with stress.